Welcome to the Energetic Radio Podcast. My name is Dale Sidebottom. Each week, I'll bring you inspirational guests who will help you bring fun, energy, and purpose into your lives. Let the show begin. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. This is episode number 273. And today we're focusing on the power of questions and really how asking the right question can change your life. And um, I want to dive into this a little bit deeper today. And really, I want to share the three worst default questions that one parents use particularly. Um, we all use these, but this is particularly where they're used. The second one is I really feel in the workplace or as teachers. Um, and the last one is something we all do, a default setting in social situations. So we've all been there. Small talk is easy, but it isn't always interesting or engaging. You you ask someone how their day was and their response is normally fine or okay. But what if we could change that question? I think it's something that we really need to be thinking about because asking meaningful questions can be the difference between a surface level conversation and a deep meaningful exchange. Instead of asking someone, how was their day? Try asking them, what was the best thing they did today? Or you might be surprised at their response because what will happen, you will go into a simple, deep conversation that is so much more powerful and engaging and exciting for everybody. And this simple reframing can change the entire ball game when it comes to conversation. By asking more powerful questions, we can open ourselves to learning more about the people around us and create meaningful connections in our life. So with all that being said, today, as I mentioned, I want to focus on what I feel are the three worst questions ever, all right? And I'm sure people are listening along going, oh no, uh, I hope I don't say these. And <laughs> I think you will. And, and why I want to talk about this today is um, a lot of the workshops that I've been running this year with either students, with teachers in the workplace, um, in sporting clubs, working with parents, whoever it is, uh, that it, I think a lot of the time when we're asking a question, it's not that we're lazy or that we don't want to try something new, but our brains just go default mode again and we go back to what we've always done, all right? And um, I want you to, if you're listening wherever you are, walking, running, driving, riding on a train, whatever it is, I'm sure you can agree that one of these questions I roll out now, you have used and you probably still do use. And, and I'm not I'm not bagging you for that because I still do the same. But I think like anything, it's always an opportunity to grow and learn and develop, all right? And, and not only that, like I just mentioned before, this is a great chance for you to you know get a get a stronger connection with people because if you want to have a quality conversation it comes with a quality question if you have a quality question the conversation flows if you have a poor question you get a poor response all right so i feel conversation isn't with the answer it's with the question beholder all right and that's where i want to go with today so the three worst questions i think ever created and this one particularly parents um, when their kids get home, how was your day? All right. And I, I think you can relate to that. And, and I'm going to reframe these and, uh, and give you some ways to simply change them. It's not very hard, um, but it's a skill that you can work on. Second one is particularly one in the workplace or uh, for teachers on a Monday. Okay. When uh, either work colleagues come back in or students or, or whoever it is, did you have a good weekend? And again, what's the response to that? Yes, 
yeah, it was fun. Like, the, there's no meaningful conversation that comes from that question. And then the last one, and this is probably one that grinds my gears the most, to be honest, in social set, social situations, greetings, where you are meeting new people for the first time. And the first default question that people go to is, what do you do? What do you do? What's your job? Like that, it's... It doesn't matter, but it's like we judge or we value somebody on, you know, what they do for work. But people are so much more than that. And if COVID hasn't taught us anything, that before anything else, you're a human being. You're not a colleague. You're not a worker. You're not a business owner. You are a person. All right. So let's find a way to dig deeper into that. So if you use those three questions, I'm not here paying you out or bagging you. Please don't think that. Because as I said, I catch myself doing this all the time. But it's it's like anything. If you want to improve and build those connections, because at the end of the day, our true wealth is the friendships and connections we have in our life. So finding new ways to strengthen those is essentially what I'm trying to bring to you today. All right. So let's start with the first one. How was your day? All right, this is so simple and so easy to reframe and I particularly love using this in my student workshops where instead of how was your day, you can just simply reframe that by what was the best thing you did today or what what was the one thing that made you smile, all right? So instead of a general generic question about your entire day, focusing on one element, all right? The biggest win you had, uh, the, the most exciting person you saw, what made you smile, what made you laugh? I don't know. Anything like that, whatever it means, is make it specific so it's not an answer that you can go fine or good. Because how was your day? Fine or good. If you ask somebody that, that's the response. If you ask somebody what was the best thing you did today, they can't say fine or good. So the conversation automatically changes. And that's essentially what we want to do here. We want to shift the goalpost to have a more meaningful connection about each other's day so you can get a better conversation. So you actually get an understanding of what they've happened in their day, wherever that may be, at school, work, family, traveling, wherever that is, all right? So that is the number one worst question ever, and it's so simple to create and change. So think about what I've just mentioned there and maybe write down a couple of those ideas I've got or come up with your own and see what happens next time. Instead of asking, how was your day? Reframe it like I just said there, all right? The second one, and I'm sure people in workplaces and at schools, staff rooms, teachers can understand this one. Did you have a good weekend? All right, and again, it is so simple to reframe, all right? What was the best thing you did over the weekend? Or what was the highlight of your weekend? Um, what was something that made you smile over the weekend, all right? Did you do something new over the weekend? There are so many different ways to reframe that, all right? Very simple, very easy. And again, you, you can't have, did you have a good weekend? Yes, right? You can't say yes to what was the best thing you did on the weekend, all right? And that's the difference. You want to make sure that this reframing, that they can't give a one-word answer, all right, if they can give a one-word answer for any possible question, then you need to stop straight away, start again. And even if you catch yourself saying, did you have a good weekend? That's okay. But then just go, uh-uh, let's just don't answer that. Instead, say, what was the best thing you did on the weekend? Because they can't just say good or fine or one-word response. 
And the final one, and this is probably the reason that I wanted to do today's podcast. Um, I know most of the episodes I do each week are with guests, which I absolutely love, but I feel that this is an episode that's really important. And I'm seeing this not only, as I said before, in, in, in the work I'm doing, but in social situations where you will meet somebody new for the first time. And the default question for so many people is, what do you do? And straight away, you're not really finding a lot out about that person, or it's a generic response that I'm sure they've given a hundred times before. So let's think about, all right, meeting somebody for the first time, how can you change the narrative? How can you, I'm sure you'll get what they do for a job. If you really want to know with good questions, that will eventually come out, okay? But don't lead with that. Don't make that your first question, all right? Because everybody does that. And it's not exciting, right? And for a lot of people, I just find it a dull way to start a conversation. So what I would like you to do is maybe think about what's something that excites you, all right? Or what's the best thing you've done in the last seven days? And you'll notice recently on the podcast with the other guests, I always ask something like that because straight away, instead of getting their backstory or who they are or what they do, you change the narrative and you start a conversation before you get into that. So I don't like calling it ice breakers, but essentially that's what it's doing. And it's making people feel comfortable. And then, like I just said, you get a powerful exchange afterwards. So instead of asking, what do you do? Maybe what's your hobbies? What's something that excites you? What makes you smile? What's the best thing you've done the last seven days? I don't know. Think of something and try it, all right? And, and that's all I'd like for today's episode is, it's a short episode. It's really simple, but I think that's why it is so powerful that sometimes these simple things that we don't think about can have the biggest impact. And that is simply what reframing your questions can do, particularly for these three different situations. For how was your day? Did you have a good weekend? And what do you do? I, I feel that the narrative needs to change around those. And that is something that you only you have the power to do. Because if you lead into a conversation with one of these questions, uh, boring, you're going to have the same response each time and you're not actually going to get a response to what you're trying to find out. So it's on you to change that, I feel. Now, if you want to find more options and ways to have conversations, um, you can check out our daily mission cards where we've created 20 different conversation starter cards where you can either pick a number between one, two, three, four, five, or six or roll the dice and these are suited for all different situations. You've got meeting starter ones, you've got kindness ones, you've got reflection activities in the morning, the evening, um, you've got silly ones in there, you've got just about anything. So if you struggle with this, these cards are brilliant because instead of you coming up with a, a question that makes you feel uncomfortable, you simply ask the person you're talking to to pick a number or roll a dice. And straight away, that makes it a game and makes it fun and it allows vulnerability to occur, not only for the person to share, but for you also to do something that you may not have done before. All right, so if you want to check those out, links are in the show notes, 273. Um, I hope you really enjoyed today's episode. It's it's one I've been thinking about for a while um, and I know we've had a lot of quality guests on lately, but I just feel... This is something really important and that we can always improve our 
our conversations, all right? And, and the more meaningful they are, the more engaged people are going to be and the better everyone around you is going to feel. And not only that, you're going to learn so much more than what you would if you keep using the same questions. So as always, everybody, uh, hopefully you enjoyed today's episode. It's something that I'm really passionate about. If you've got any feedback, I would love to hear from you. Um, as always, have a wonderful week. All right, and if you can do one bit of homework for me, simply change one question throughout the week, and that's a win. All right, cheers, everybody.